0: Well, folks, with the wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the $1 level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the $3 level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly, called the Savage Express Podcast, and on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personally and anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing, and uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some old video clips. That I've had an archive for years, and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time, and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out. Joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that, so I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully, uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks. And God read amongst you in that order. Folks, good evening and welcome to uh part two of the Wednesday edition of the Whitfield Report uh slash Versamedia uh multi-stream crossover. I am uh, your host on the Whitfield Report channel, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios in Southern Florida. Uh quick contact info as usual. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at some at Sam W underscore Follow me on Gab and Parlor at Sam Whitfield. Uh Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Uh the com is my website. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And please, finally, if you feel uh you know, if you're feeling generous, please uh you know submit your comments. And your super chats as they were to uh, streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. And I am joined uh, by Sean and Alex of Real News and uh, Versa Media. So good evening to you two.
1: Thank you. Good evening to you. I hope it's going to be a good evening.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, we, well, we were on stream a, a while ago watching all this, uh, you know, unfold and it still is unfolding.
2: But I am,
0: I'm a little, I have to say, but I'm a little miffed because, uh, I went on Facebook and this is my personal Facebook. And, uh, you know, I've been saying for the past couple of days that I've, I've been skeptical of, I've been skeptical of 2021, right? Usually it's a new year and I'm fairly optimistic. And people, you know, people, are, people are always like really optimistic of you know the new year because it's a new calendar year, and for some reason that means like there's a great reset and whatnot, right? <laughs> well, I've been kind. I've been saying that you know due to the events of the past year, you know the 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 calendar change is just arbitrary, right? In in a sense like we're still dealing with COVID, we're still dealing with the election stuff, especially, you know, now, as it were. So, uh, you know, I've been kind of skeptical. And so, I I just posted that uh, today, you know, I think validates that said skepticism, maybe. Um, and... I had someone DM me or yeah message me, I guess is the term on Facebook, and be like, "Oh well, today today serves uh, you, Trump supporters, right?" And uh, just the way they the way they kind of you know said it really usually it doesn't get under my skin, but just. The way this person was snide about it, it kind of miffed me a bit. So I want to go back to the beginning. And at least for me and guys afterwards, feel free to kind of jump in. I want to go back to why I originally supported Trump in the first
2: place. um, and And to be honest, folks, as... Some of you guys know, those of you who have been
0: following me since, uh, you know, before the 2016 election, you guys will know that I was not originally a Trump supporter. Uh, I wasn't anti-Trump. I kind of thought that he was, that maybe he was a joke candidate at first during the primaries. I wasn't really sure if he was serious or not about winning, but as I've said before, I'm a student of uh Andrew Breitbart. I kind of consider myself a an Andrew Breitbart conservative if there is such a term. And in Breitbart's final CPAC speech he said that he would support whoever the candidate is against the left because you know, being conservative is just better than the left is all around. Whether that you know so even if even if Bush had been the nominee, I would have gladly voted for jeb bush you know i would have you know grinned and you know maybe i would have you know kind of gagged and kind of on my nose but i would have done it so you know i wasn't the biggest trump guy at first but i wasn't counting him out either I i gave him a fair shake and what began to happen is as trump you know, became more and more, you know, successful in the race, I ended up, you know, following him more and more, and I I was like, well, there's something to this guy, actually. And what ended up happening ultimately is these never-Trumpers came along, Ben Shapiro, namely among them, kind by Ron and considering that he was supposedly Breitbart's protege, very disappointing moment for me, by the way, because I was a fan of Ben. I, I I was, I had him on the show as I am known for. Uh, you know, he was the biggest Never Trumper, which to me was a big slap in the face to everything that you know Andrew, uh, you know, said. And look, I'm not saying that Andrew Breitbart would have been a Trump supporter, uh, either. But I don't think Breitbart would have never been Never Trump either but ultimately we don't we don't know what ended what ended up happening though was the never trump movement drove me to become a trump supporter just because of that never trump stance and I began to really understand the maga movement and what it stood for and i can tell you unequivocally that the maga movement does not stand for hatred it does not stand for um, bigotry, it does not stand for domestic terrorism, any of these things that the left is now uh, you know, that they've been claiming for the past four years. In fact, what is happening today are mostly, I would say bad actors. Yeah, there may be a few, you know, disgruntled mentally ill Trump supporters, but they're in the vast minority, and I am so sick
2: of people continually bringing up Charlottesville
0: and now lodging this in with Charlottesville and blaming the entirety of you know MAGA on what's happening today. What today is the culmination of. If anything of as we said earlier of people getting sick and tired of you know covid sick and tired of the establishment on both sides the the pe- the peaceful people are are sick and tired of this, but also none of us are condoning you know rushing the capitol building uh it's unfortunate that that air force uh veteran was shot and it really is it's a, it's a tragedy and i'm hoping that nothing more happens
2: but i am folks to be quite honest i'm pissed off that we're still that people are still missing the point
0: Of MAGA. Even when I've explained it to them. In. Detail. What it's about. And and if you think that it's going away. Because Trump is no longer president. Or won't be soon. Let me tell you. The
2: MAGA movement is bigger than Trump. It is. And also. uh,
0: Fucking. QAnon people, QAnon is a very small minority of internet LARPers, I'm not associated with them, nobody, hell, I've made fun of QAnon, Versa has made fun of QAnon, we've made fun of QAnon together, it's a LARP, people know it, you know, so so stop thinking, oh, you're you're one of those QAnon faggot re- retards. No, nah, I'm not. And if you think there, I am, you're clearly you clearly haven't listened to this show. Anyway, folks, I'm just, like I said, I'm just kind of pissed off at people's ignorance tonight, and that's my fucking opening rant.
3: There goes the channel.
0: <laughs> Take a
1: drink, then. Oh, man.
3: About the,
1: that yeah, I know you're talking about that f word, but hey, we can take a swig for that too. Every time that we, you know, drop a. Or we get. I don't know. What would you call it? Every time we give them ammo to annihilate our channels, we gotta take a swig.
3: That's, that's literally every, like, minute. Of, I know. <laughs> that's like, why I drink
1: know, milk, boy.
3: You will get, like. Oh, at
1: that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, um, if anybody does want to catch what Sam was talking about, the coverage we were doing earlier, right as this was all breaking, you can yeah. head on over to VersaMedia, youtube.com forward slash fuck, is it like Versa, I think it's Versa Media channel. That'll get you there. I'm gonna double check the link to that because it's like YouTube didn't have Versa Media. they will see so the thing of some obscure shit but yes it's youtube.com forward slash Media channel that bring you to our channel please hit subscribe please subscribe to Sam's channel if you haven't already please follow us on Twitter at Versa News Media Tag and stay up with us and one thing I I will say because I've already said a lot before um my biggest message tonight is and I post this on all my social media because I genuinely am worried about this for people that don't understand how social media works for uh, not just Trump's but anybody that's fun, controversial, or interesting. You need to, right now, get all – if you're a big channel, you're probably not listening to us uh, unless you're our own – his own big – no, not really. He's big-ish. I know
3: he's listening to us right now.
1: I doubt it is, but hey, if you are somebody that has a decent following, you're building a following, whatever it is, you need to get all of your followers' emails and phone numbers right now. If you're a smaller channel like us or you're just an average Joe with a few friends on Facebook and Twitter, you need to get all of your friends' and followers' emails and phone numbers right now because there's a big purge coming. It's going to be on social media. It's going to be on probably even credit cards and banks and other things, but there's a big purge coming, even on Discord too, even on DLive, even on, I don't know, it doesn't matter. If you are on a service, there is a purge coming. You need to get everybody you care about's phone number and email immediately because if it's, it's going to happen. And I don't know if you're going to get whacked from it. Who knows who's going to get whacked, but people are going to get whacked. And you want to have that contact info before it's too late and you can't get it. So get it now. That's why I don't use Messenger as much as other people do. That's why I don't use any of these things. I always get emails and phone numbers because they can't take that from you—at least not yet. They can't take those from you, so you need to get them while you can, and encourage other people to do the same. Because,
2: like I said, you gotta get an app before it's too late. <laughs> yeah. So, gentlemen, where
0: do we go? I guess, I mean, there's still shit breaking, obviously. I guess, where do we go from here? Hmm. I think... Or or is it too early to ask that question? Maybe I'm prematurely asking that question. But I don't know.
3: I'll see. You know... I think we need to go make a big deal about this and start fucking uniting with people that will fuck over the established, like, like literally at any fucking cost. Yes,
1: I totally agree. Because I think my saying I'm going to say for every freaking day till we win is any somebody says. Oh, the Democrats are the enemy. They're so awful, blah, blah, blah. I will stop them and say, look, the, Repo- that's, look no. the Republican establishment is the real enemy. The establishment in general is the real enemy, not the Democrats. Look, we all want to defeat the Democrats, but you need to defeat – we need to defeat the Republican establishment before we can defeat the Democrats. I mean, it's simple because if we can't get good candidates, we're not going to win. We're not going to beat the Democrats. If we can't get our side right, we're not going to beat the other side. Look at what is the establishment given us? What have they given us in 2008? They gave us uh, John McCain. He lost. What did they give us in 2012? They gave us fucking Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, and they lost. What did they give us? In 2016, Jeb Bush, and he lost to Donald J. Trump, who won the presidency. So it's very clear and very obvious that the future is Trump. The future is populism. The future is America First, MAGA. So you gotta get rid of the establishment. They're the ones holding us back. They're the ones trying to screw us over. And Keep the MAGA, America First movement from growing anymore. So you got to get rid of them. You got to get them all out. Vote them out. We need to name them and shame them. Everyone that is a part of the establishment, everyone that's condemning Trump tonight, everyone that's blaming Trump tonight, everyone that's been a never-Trumper, Ben Shapiro, Dan Crenshaw, all these people, you need to name them, expose them, shame them, show people that shit, vote them out run MAGA america first can't support them share their information share their shit encourage people to vote for them you need to get the establishment out and get the maga people in it is the only way for we we i have to say we gotta kind of pause our fight with the that gotta focus fully on this because this is what needs to happen look i disagree with some people on the right a lot of things but if you agree with me on getting rid of the establishment and fighting the establishment and you're optical and you're smart. I am a hundred percent on your side and we will fight alongside. Gropers are a great example. Look, I agree with people like Nick Fuentes. I'm probably a lot of things, but disagree on some big things. And he's got, he's done some things, said some things I don't like and have turned me off in many ways. But guess what? At the end of the day, we're heading in the right direction. We both agree the establishment's shit. We need to get rid of them. We both agree we need to put America first. So, hey, we could probably work together. We can work with Milo. We can work with Gavin. We can work with all these people. We need to, dare I say, <laughs> unite the right. This time, do it properly. No wignets. No unoptical people. No white nationalists. No white supremacists. None of that stupid shit, which is... Obviously morally wrong, but just strategically stupid. Get no, rid of that. No, only cool people.
0: No backyard streaming comedians, in air, yeah. in air quotes.
1: <laughs> do, do we have to drink on that one? I mean, you didn't name drop I, I, it, I, but
0: I didn't say I didn't I didn't say his name. But heck, I'm 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 drinking my second uh, Yingling of of the evening because uh, if if there if I mean, I drink on hump day anyway, but if there's any Wednesday where there's an excuse for a beer, it's today, so cheers to you watching, and cheers to you guys. So.
4: Thank
1: you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and I, I think we can do this. It's just, when you get real stupid, you like, Q, get that shit out. No Q. Like, again, name and shame it. Q uh- is dumb. She also fake and gay.
0: Yeah, also, please stop asking me what th- this This goes to the same person on Facebook who I'm pretty sure is either watching this and or listening to it in podcast. Please stop asking what Q Anon is. I have no idea. Okay? And that's the thing. Nobody knows what the fuck QAnon even is. It's, it's a LARP. You know, I as I've said before, I think the whole purpose of QAnon, how they get you is to figure out what it is. It's it's like one of those it's like one of those stupid never-ending, you know, shows or something that just like keeps that like, you know, they just keep throwing plot twists in, but there's never really any resolution. If that makes sense. I mean, we've
1: beaten it to death, like, over the past few episodes, because it's one of those things that started off that the left would, like, lose their shit over. And I'm like, dude, nobody believes this shit, especially Zoomers. I mean, Zoomers still don't believe in it, but these fucking boomers, man, on Facebook and Twitter, they get infected with it. And it's really Facebook's where they got infected with Q. And it contracted the Q virus, and long before the coronavirus. And it's just so stupid. They fall for this, and Cernovich actually had a good tweet about it just a few minutes ago. He said the QAnon stuff brain rotted a lot of people who are in their personal and professional lives are complete pros. The most powerful mass delusion I've seen in my lifetime, even more powerful than Russiagate. I mean, he's true, it's, it's true, it's, it's true, it's but, but some people believe in it.
0: But what irritates me is, but what irritates me too is when people think that we're a part of it. That's that's what pisses oh,
4: me.
0: God. That, that's what pisses me off more, that, and that's what it, that's what I'm talking. about. It's like, no, I don't know what it is, and I'm not wasting my, I'm not wasting my time on trying to figure out what it is.
1: Alex, are you a Q operative?
3: Yes. Sam, <laughs> are
0: you a Q operative? A, a, apparently, apparently, I, apparently, I'm a Q. Apparently, i have...
3: You got him. He's killed. Oh, oh yeah, he's well, choking a, there. I, uh, I heard. A, uh, a,
0: <laughs> apparently, I'm a Q operative without even knowing I'm a Q operative. Like, yeah, man. Like, I, I kid, I kid you not. Okay, so I got this email like last year, like around April, where some, where some guy emailed my show email that goes through my like my website has a contact one of those contact form things where you can email me and it goes to my inbox. So some guy emailed me and he was claiming to be like a special he was claiming to be like a, a special agent, like a a retired CIA <laughs> guy. Agent. And he,
1: he Yeah. Emphasis he, on the word special.
0: He he wanted to come on my he wanted to come on my show and he was like going to drop all these docs and he, he was going to drop like all these documents on me and on you. Yeah. He was going, he was going to, he he, like sent me some links to some stuff that was like, you know, all about like government, like involvement in like, you know, the drug wars and like pedo, you know, rings like it wasn't, It wasn't stuff that made any sense. Like, it was out there, right? And he wanted to come on my show. So, like, I asked him... Like, I was kind of playing... I was kind of playing along. Like, I was like, wow. You know, like... Why don't you take this to, like... Joe Rogan or to Rush Limbaugh... Or someone, you know, with, like... With a much bigger presence. Why me? You know, like, I I was just kind of... You know, and he's like... Well... Sam whether you realize or not you're part of Q's plan you are a Q oh god he he basically did like the whole uh thing that Morpheus did to Neo in the ma- in the Matrix like almost like line for line like you are the you are the chosen one so apparently like I'm Q without even knowing I'm Q you know it, But it's like, how many more of, how many more, you know, people, how many boomers or, you know, even like Gen Xers have, because I've noticed it's a big thing with them too. How many of them have fallen, have fallen for that exact same line?
2: You know Mm. what I mean? Dude, it's just like, so stupid. I mean... Of all the
1: things, fucking QAnon. It's just such this weird, <laughs> cryptic thing, and I, I laugh at it, but it's annoying because you see these establishment of people using it as the excuse, like, "Oh, Trump lost. Well, we lost Georgia because of QAnon and Trump." What yeah. happened today was because of QAnon and Trump. It's like they they oh, they're parroting what the left says. They're literally copying and pasting what the left says, saying. Everything bad that happens is because of Trump and QAnon. QAnon is just like, it's like a cult, you know? It is not widespread. Most people don't know what it is. It's just this weird cult. We
0: Like I said a minute ago, we we don't even know what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically know what it is. But, like, everybody has their own fucking definition and, like, take on it. I mean, when I was in the campaign, I ran into a few of these people. Like, they're there. They're not most people, but there's a few of them, and they just, like, jizz all over. They're like, oh, my God. Have you seen the latest key <laughs> drop? I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, can I direct you towards, like, Infowars, Breitbart? Yeah, well, I mean, let's start with Fox. I mean, I don't like Fox, but you, let's start somewhere.
0: You, You know, you know... You know, conspiracy is bullshit. When Alex Jones is saying that it's bull, it's yeah. bullshit.
1: You know, like that's what I like about Alex is he's able to separate the good conspiracies from the bad ones. Like, like PizzaGate's good example. where He's like, you know, it's kind of a mis- mixed bag. You know, some good stuff, some bad stuff. And with Q, he's just like, nah, it's bullshit.
2: Fuck that.
0: Well, it's like when it's so my my stepdad was like starting to get into Q. He never he. He never really got into Q... Because... Like... He's... He's smart... But like... You know... He kind of... Dipped his toe in... Up until the point where like... He found this video on like... JFK... Is secretly... Alive... And he's like this... 92 year old... War... You know... Veteran... And and you know... He's been spotted at... You know like this... Rally... And he's going to come back... And like help Trump... Say... And like... My, my step up was like... Okay... This is BS. Like there, there's all this utopia, you know, related stuff with QAnon, too, right? That like,
3: to be fair, I heard that story about JFK and like Elvis. You know, that's been going on long before Q.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. That's my point, though. It's like QAnon is filled with those types of conspiracy theories, right? It, it's like, you know. And look, I, I do believe this the second coming is going to come, but I don't think it's going you know, because I, I'm a Christian and I believe that. But it's not Q related.
3: Yeah, Trump's not the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. So.
1: no <laughs> Dude, Q is like replacing God in these people's lives.
3: Well that's what happens when you can't go to church. You get you know, go to the church of Q on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You know, they're the ones that ban church
1: Yeah Dude, I'm telling you, like, the country's going insane And these lockdowns are part of I mean, I see it myself Like, I've had some really rough, you know, times because of it Because you can't go anywhere You can't see people You can't have fun You can't live your life And, look, I understand when there's hard times You have to take hard measures But let people choose how
2: they want to live and die Yeah, I mean it's. I think a lot of this, like, I mean,
1: this is the one thing I've been wondering: is would we have had the rides over the summer if we didn't have COVID? Would we have had the Capitol being stormed if we didn't have COVID?
0: I mean, maybe like, here's the thing: if George, if, if let's say if let's say that COVID was around and George Floyd still got killed like let's say that everything let's say that everything except for covid in 2020 still happened i think we still would see riots over george you know floyd's death because that's kind of be that's kind of blm's mo so to speak
3: TLM wasn't even like they were around a lot in like twenty thirteen, but they went radio silent.
0: I mean lot. they they did write oh they did write in Ferguson though, like in twenty you know fifteen though. So like you know it's and people forget that. So it's not like George Floyd was their first you know was their first rodeo. So I think we still would have, I think we would have seen it maybe, but I don't think it would have been nearly as drastic. You know, I think, I think uh, you know, it was just fuel on the fire to you know the COVID shit.
1: I think COVID fueled a lot of like the mass riots because people fucked like they had nothing to lose. They were bored. It was a fine chance for them to get out and like go wild. I, I think it just fuels things and could be like the the tipping point, the last the straw that breaks the camel's back. I, I have to laugh. At this one person in. One of my college group me chats, he says, <laughs> about the uh, storming of the Capitol. He says, not going to lie, this gives me March on the Jedi Temple vibes.
3: <laughs> but, they but they weren't even killing people. Uh, like, why really so terrible? This is terrorism. This is, like, if this is no. a terror-
2: attack,
3: this has got to be the worst, like, you know, probably the worst terrorist attack I've ever seen. You know, maybe, I don't know, compare the one in, like, what was it, uh, Carolina or whatever, or Georgia, like it's not ter- like I mean that's shitty fucking terrorist attack. They literally killed nobody except like my person that died was from like from their side by a police officer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone on yeah someone I follow on Twitter was saying, "Oh my god, this is like the Russian Revolution and they're staging a coup." Well, it's if that was their attempt at a coup, it was a pretty. F- you know, shitty attempt at
1: one. Yeah, like how they keep calling it an insurrection, like, yo, it know, makes it sound badass.
3: Yeah, like, no shots were fired are then by the police. It's yeah. True.
1: Yeah, you would think a group of a bunch
2: of right-wingers would be fucking armed. Nope. I mean, it's DC, so who's gonna risk it, especially after Enrique. Yeah,
1: it's according funny. to IG, Steven is active now. I just DM'd him. Translation Morgan said, Mr. Face Sammy. Aw,
2: yeah, Mo- Morgan. Uh,
0: Morgan was one of the original, uh, he was also one of the people who left uh Owen's Colt uh, with me. And then he was in the the danger zone and. Really, then he then he went MIA for a while, and this is the first time in like I think a year and a half I've seen him. So yeah, welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the Savage Express, uh, Morgan, and welcome to the Mod Squad. So Savage um,
1: Express sounds like a fucking like fruit fruit uh, fruit um which thing I am um, not a, salad
0: a fruit a fruit roll up or no
1: like like a like a. Oh, Soda, like a fruit, like soda, or like specialty drink stand.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Michael, Michael Savage already has the Savage Nation. Although, although, mm. it, although it's really funny because when I when I started this channel, people were like, "Dude, fuck Michael Savage! You're you're Savage Sam," and you know, he stole he stole his Savage name from you, so you know. I'll, I'll take it. I don't
1: know if this is true. I need to fact check this, but apparently some of those people that stormed the Capitol stole hard drives. Did they? I don't know. I said I need to fact check it.
3: You know, I, I feel like track, sure the... that shit. You know,
1: <sighs> Bruh, John Podesta's password is password. I I don't think they had the best security.
3: Well, like they they made their fucking Outlook open. Like you could do so, like so much damage could have been done.
2: But... Yeah,
0: but. But see, uh, but see, the other thing is like is again, and I hate to, I hate to keep bringing this up, but a lot of these politicians are like, are you really surprised that Podesta's password is password? Like he's, well, like, he's a he's a boomer, and like a lot of these people have, a lot of these people have their interns and staffers do all the technical yeah but usually so. they have like
1: policies on that shit, you know it's like, well, I would not yeah. think they'd be that stupid
0: well yeah they have they have policies, of course, but like you know, but like every company and you know in school and whatnot, like yeah, we all have policies, but do people follow them by the letter? Mm, no, well,
1: usually so. like uh the other thing too is like when you have accounts for a lot of these things. Especially if it's, like, the company that gives it to you or the government. They'll give you a password and a username.
3: They know these boomers would forget it or they'd write it down on their
2: device. <laughs> I could like, see them doing that.
3: Like, a company where you have to actually, like, hire them and you can be fired for stuff like that. Like, they're fucking elected officials. Right. They have, like, they can't really be fired for, like, IT shit.
1: Yeah, I don't have a lot of confirmation on this. The only verified account that said this was Nicole Arbor, who's a comedian. Uh, but I think she's conservative. It says the hard drives in the offices in the Capitol have been taken by citizens.
0: Yeah, but also, Nicole Arbor joined the MAGA movement literally like 10, minute, 10 min- minutes ago. She was... Oh, is she a grifter? Uh, I mean, she's a... She's a thought... She's kind of like a thought grifter, I guess mm -hmm. so i mean i mean i'm not gonna lie i i i tap i i tap that i i knew who she was before she was maga so um she like i'm you you you've seen her like if i were to send one of her videos i guarantee you you would know who she she was she was he was one of those early YouTubers like Philip DeFranco who just did like jump cut, jump cut, jump cut in
2: order to do a video. So, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard her name before, but obviously I haven't looked into her much. It
1: looks like they're doing something on the floor here. I can't quite tell, but Uncle Mike is receiving a bunch of papers.
0: Fat Keckboy says the only solution to this shit is vulcanization succession. Well, I don't think... I I, I think the solution is coming together and, like, having a discussion, Fat Keckboy. I, I think that that's what the solution is, but that's not going to happen. So, I mean... If you really want to think about it, if if we really want to get philosophical here, we're already kind of balkanized on social media and whatnot. And, you know, in other ways, people don't want to have, we've kind of, we've kind of balkanized and succeeded, you know, ourselves more or less.
2: Yo, there's a tweet by Scott
1: Greer where he says, in 2011, left wing protesters stormed the Wisconsin state capitol while it was in session. Nobody called it a terrorist attack. It's like this shit's happened before. Obviously, the capitol hasn't been stormed to what, 1812? Since that was the last time that shit happened, but selective outrage once again. Oh. Why is Nazi trending on Twitter? God damn it.
3: Oh, Trump's just like Hitler. He's a Nazi. Mm. You know, I don't think the Nazis went unarmed into the Reichstag to take power. I think they had guns and they
1: killed... Yeah, I think the knot What was that, the the long knives? I think that was a bit more brutal than this.
3: Yeah, I don't think that... You know, this wasn't targeting... Jews. I mean, unless you want to go and say that, you know, sort like, the Congress is, you know, the same thing, which, you know, that's a separate, you know, talking point, but yeah, I don't think you can really compare the two, especially, like, one of the biggest pictures, like, it's some dudes, like, Mexican or whatever.
1: I noticed that. I thought that was, like, hilarious that they're, you know, they think oh, it's a bunch of old white men. Hispanic guy right in the center.
3: That was like hilarious. Yep. I don't want to tell you about that.
1: I wonder if Baked Alaska was at this. Oh no, he's still arrested, isn't he? He's still in jail.
3: Yep. Is that for facing somebody?
1: Yeah, it's for his autistic macing
3: Yeah, well, fucking him and uh, Christian have something in common.
1: Bruh, it's so (laughs) stupid. That guy's the biggest grifter ever. I mean, associating with him at this point is just stupid.
0: We love our cops, our line enforcement.
1: Is that what he says?
0: No, well, no, that was that was the stupid ass song, that, like "Baked Alaska" from <laughs> that made him, that made him. That's
1: what put him on the map.
0: Yeah, he he made like this really stupid and uh, and he made this really stupid pro cop like rap song that like has no, I mean, it was, it was cringy when it, when it came out and like now it has like, especially today, it, it just, it was bad when it came out, but it has, it's aged even worse.
3: You know what they should do is do that, but like show like a montage of like play the song, and then do like a montage all the times that like cops you know like shot and it like did stuff that pissed off the right, like start arresting Proud Boys, and like shooting that like one lady at, on the Capitol.
0: Oh, and oh like my! That'd be funny. Oh my like God! P-
3: propaganda.
0: Brew, 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 City. If if you're in if you're in chat right now, please. Please do that. We we have we have some people in the, in this channel that, that do edits, so yeah, please. I I ha I I can get you the track. I will send I will I will email someone the track if they can if they can do that. So uh Davy says that Baked Alaska was in DC, I guess. So
3: like honestly, wouldn't be that hard to make that video? You just need fucking Movie Maker and pictures.
1: bruh Movie Maker, what is this? It's
0: 2005.
3: I mean, make it with a tape deck you really want. I mean,
0: I, I mean, I could I could. I could, I could, I, I could do it. I have, I have Final Cut, but like, I'm still, I'm still learning, so I'm not like, I'm not the best editor. It's a slide. Dude, it's easy. Not-
3: you could make that shit in fucking powerpoint
1: <laughs> i could do it for you too i gladly do that i mean it's it's funny i mean wasn't baked also the one that started the yang gang didn't he do the yang gang video
3: yeah he did he made the song after you know he was he saw the way that things were going he wanted to be part of the creepers i guess
1: he wanted to hop on every trend. Like First it was Trump, then it was the alt-right, then it was Yang Gang, then it was Groypers. Now it's macing people in the fucking streets. Yeah,
3: I'm fucking. Who did it better? Him or Chris Chan? <laughs> like that should be a meme. And macing someone on the street, then like compare that to like when Chris Chan maces the GameStop employee over Sonic <laughs> Hedgehog. <job? laughs>
1: Oh, God. Mitt Romney. The best way we can show respect for the votes who are upset is by telling them the truth. Oh, Mitt.
3: Oh, fuck you, Mitt.
1: Oh, great. Yeah, we know the truth, man. You're a fucking traitor. Get him
0: out. The, the fact that people. I mean, let's be honest. Mitt is basically talking to himself. No. Like. Not even the boomers like Mitt anymore.
3: Yeah, not even the fucking Mormons really do, but I guess you know it's the one they got, so
0: No.
1: Bro, one of the stupidest things is when you were talking, like some of these Republicans, I learned this from the campaign in certain areas think like, Oh, you know, this is a still more neocon area, you know. If we we want to bring out the suburban vote. I'm like, yeah. So we're gonna do shit for Trump, right? No, 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 no. We can't. Have, we can't have much Trump shit. Like these people are like Romney, McCain types. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like literally, what happened in 2018, 2020? Trump wasn't on the ballot. Turnout goes down. Trump brings out people that normally don't vote for Republicans before. Like, you got these people don't get it. Like I've seen so many stupid takes. I just like I'm just like dude sit down. Like all these people I'm not even gonna like debate anymore. I'll just be like sit down. Shush. Wise up. That's maybe that would be my thing. I'll just pick wise up. Learn. Read a book. Baked was <laughs> that should be it.
0: Baked was uh Baked was in Pelosi's office according to uh, a with Nick Fuente's. Nah,
1: that, that's, that's a fake. I've seen that. That's a fake image. They be- were sharing that and they were like, oh, the white supremacist Nick Fuentes, has an alt-right e-celeb uh, Baked Alaska at the Capitol and it was totally fake.
3: You know, it be fine the fucking Paul brothers somehow found their way into the Capitol.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, I, I could see it. You know, I, I think. Uh, I think. Also, Julia Rose is going to somehow find a way to insert herself into this too at some point. That's. Uh, that's Jake. That's Jake Paul's e thought girlfriend. Who I don't know
1: the model? Isn't he breaking uh, up with her? Or is, no, Logan's uh, breaking up with his. girlfriend.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Dude, could you imagine dating those? Fucking douchers! Oh god, I'm surprised. No one,
3: like when they broke into the Oval, like to the fucking Capitol building. Like I'm surprised no one just hid for like hours and then just like came out later, like during this, and then like screw you guys. That <laughs>
1: well, was funny.
0: Well, <laughs> well, do you remember? Remember a few years ago, uh, like near the end of Obama's presidency, um. There there was that guy who, like, who landed on the White House lawn, entered the White House, that. and was, like, Joe Rogan did a whole bit on it. How there was a guy, like, walking around the White House for, like, ten minutes. So, um.
1: Yeah, their security, it's, like, in many ways it is, like, top notch, but, like, dude, they have some fucking cracks in it.
0: Well, I mean, they are government bureaucrats, so at the end of the day, so what do you expect So, yeah,
3: about since he like flew the drone into the white like I think it was into the White House, and it was actually like some dude who was drunk, like a employee, oh really, yeah, there was like a drone they like flew around through there, and like it was back when drones were like the new thing.
1: Mhm, I but, remember that
0: there was a there was a guy. <laughs> there was a guy, there was a guy back in the uh in the nineteen eighties who uh who like broke into the queen's uh who bro- i can't remember what it was Buckingham or wherever the queen was lived they the royal family is somebody there anyway there was a guy who i think broke into into one of the palaces and was in like broken wandered around left. And broke in again, and then woke woke the queen up. Like it made national, it made like international n- n- news that this guy had broken in, in twice, and that was like that was almost like thirty five years ago that that happened. So you know, so yeah, breaking into government buildings is not uh... if
1: you do it in the, at the right time. It's sometimes not as hard as you think.
3: Like, like, especially the Capitol building, because they did at least, well, at one point in time do tours of it. Mm. Like Semi-public.
1: And the like, White like, House does those Christmas tours.
3: Yeah, but, like, for stuff like this, you know, it's
1: different. Yeah. Don Lemon looked dead into the camera and said to Trump, You are the worst of the worst, and someday in the future, that will be all anyone will remember of you. Nope. No, sir. Remember, it's the fucking best president ever. Well, yeah, I'm just so tired of this shit. Like, it's like after Charlottesville, something totally unconnected to, you know, Trump. They just pounce hard on it, and they're like, "He is the worst president ever. This is his worst moment. It's one of the worst moments in American history." Like, they just go freaking at
0: it. I'm like, what did he first do?
3: First ever? How the fuck did he get more votes than Obama?
0: Yeah, and I I I I love how I love how they're acting like Don Lemon is like a big rebel or something too. It's like it's like it's like no, Don, you're on you're on you're not the one who's banned. You're not the one. You're like you're on you're on fucking national cable TV saying this like with your producers and in like in in your. You know, like corporate control room and whatnot. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Yeah, they think they're all hot shit. Like they're like they're the fucking, you know, Nirvana coming onto the scene. It's like, no. You guys are the fucking record companies. Like what what are you? You're nothing special. You're nothing like going against the grain.
3: Yeah, not when the big fucking corporations all support you. Yeah. Look who supports them and look who supports Trump.
2: hmm
3: Which one's the rebel and which one's the establishment?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always just... It's like a fucking endless cycle. That's how I wonder with Biden. What are they going to do now? Because they love Trump for their ratings. Are they going to still... Keep bringing him up and bashing him and like blaming him for shit. Or are they gonna find somebody
0: else? It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, Keith Olbermann, that washed out, you know, Mm -hmm. sports commentator or whatever he's doing. I'm not even sure he does sports anymore. He has said that he's still going to keep an eye on Trump. Like, that, like, Trump derangement syndrome has literally become that guy, that guy's grift. And I mean, I, I actually, did I ever tell you guys my Keith Olbermann story?
1: No, please do.
0: So, okay, so, like, seven, seven years ago, it it was literally the month I, I had just moved here from Florida to Colorado. Um and I went to the mall with my mom and she went into a couple of stores that I didn't want to go into so I was waiting and I was waiting by like one of those couch areas that had like you know a couple couches a coffee table and they they had ESPN on but they had ESPN 2 on and uh Keith Olbermann was on
2: so i tweeted out like i just tweeted out like hmm i didn't
0: know that Keith Olbermann had a show on ESPN again you know furthermore espn too i'm kind of surprised just just an, just an innocuous tweet right so then, mm-hmm. I, I send that out, and literally, like two minutes later, I see reply from Keith Olbermann I don't appreciate your tone, young man. I don't like what what you're ins- what what you're insin- insinuating. So I reply back. I'm just saying. I'm shocked that you have a that your show is back on. Eve, I didn't know you were st- that you were still relevant. So he, uh, so he tweets back at me like, uh, "Son, this is one battle you do not want to get into." Oh, so, oh. so I just like, I just like started tweeting back back and forth. But no, it it gets better because he's on. The, I'm like, I'm watching his show right, and then I noticed that like as he cuts to commercial break at one point i see him grab his phone like as it's cutting to commercial and you know reach out to type something i figured out that he was like he was tweeting back at me during commercial breaks uh basically and uh you know in between his show so eventually he so eventually he blocks me and so for a while on my bio, I had proudly blocked by Keith Olbermann on my uh, on my Twitter handle. So that That's awesome. so that was fun. And then and then I guess that account of it, like he changed accounts, and then I was unblocked. So you know, boo. But yeah, that was a I was blocked by him for like you know like five years. That that was that was fun.
1: So, dude, that's you should print that it out. It's a badge of honor.
0: There, I, I actually got, I actually got like, I actually got ran up in some like vlogs
2: for that. So that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah,
1: I, I have, I almost got blocked by Lauren Southern, but it didn't happen. I know Phil did. But I don't know, maybe I got lost in her mentions, I don't know, or maybe I I, I got her and she couldn't do it because I called her out in
2: the right way, but do blocks are a fucking badge of honor if you get it from the right people. Yep. Yeah, it's uh I wish times were simpler like that again.
1: Yeah. So happens when you take the red pill. There's it's it's a a, a jolt of reality that comes with a cost. We were in the blue pill till 2016, then boom. We entered the
2: red pill and now we have people storm the fucking capital. Mm. It depends on what you define as a red pill. Um, I mean, because I was like, like personally, I would say
0: that me following Andrew Breitbart back in 2011 was kind of my awakening, at least how the media worked. Uh, you know, which was a big kind of red pill moment for me, but y I get what I get what you're what you're saying,
1: uh, yeah, some people it happen to sooner and later, but the, for the general country as a whole, like I mean culture and society changed, and politics of course in twenty sixteen like it's oh yeah it hasn't been the same for sure and, and it's it's a red pill it's it's the red pill generation red pill movement red pill times I me mean, whatever you want to call it it's things are different that's why i'm i am so optimistic and hopeful just despite all the setbacks despite anything bad that happens it's like look we have entered a time of great awakening great change you know i i can't be a doomer now i mean i just can't
0: and uh okay so this is an this is actually a question i want to ask so, how long do you guys think Biden has as POTUS,
2: assuming he gets in?
3: Um, i give him two years.
2: Uh... I,
0: I, see, I'm with, I'm with Davey on this one. Uh, Biden lasts six months due to medical issues, and then we get Kamala. The the guy is not is not well, like 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 that like that's the other thing. Call me cons- call me a conspiracy theorist, you know. Of of course, I'm already linked to the truth movement somewhat, so it it doesn't matter. But I mean, Biden just he's not doing well. Um, yeah, I th- I
1: still think they're gonna keep him in for the full term. Honestly, or one thing I could see. Even though I think he would run for the second term, I could see him do one term and have Kamal run for the uh you know the next one for twenty twenty four but I really don't think they'd they'd swap him out for Kamal. I think it's more useful to have it the way it is for them because you know Biden will keep is a puppet Kamal is like kind of a puppet but Many ways you know she she's smart enough and fierce enough that she would go rogue if you wanted to or just say "fuck it to some things, whereas Biden's too just fucking stupid and like
0: outdated to even do that. The one thing I will give Ben Shapiro credit for because i I do listen to his podcast just to see what he has to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and the one thing he did say that I thought was interesting was that Kamala was very much she's she's kind of the female Barack Obama. She's a radical, but she's also a schemer. Somewhat she has she has Obama's apparent charisma. Um, you know that she's going to. So like like I'm not saying I like Biden, but out of the two i think i would prefer that biden stay in as long as possible but i think i think the left is also going to try and do whatever they can to get biden out of the way as soon as possible so that they can install kamala who is more radical you know but then again mm-hmm. you you might be right but you know, I, I I definitely don't think Kamala is going away anytime soon, unfortunately. See, I, I kind
1: of disagree with Ben's take that Kamala is the female Obama. I think they wanted her to be, but it became a forced meme because she really... I mean, I thought she was going to get the nomination, but, you know, she got the second best thing. I think she's more of, like she that's what she wants to be but she just isn't she wants to be the female obama but she isn't no she doesn't have it all
0: no I, no and i i don't think she i don't think i don't think she is but i think that's how some i think ben's saying that that's how a lot of democrats see her which i have actually heard some some dems say that um generally Look, Obama on the surface has the likability factor. Kamala, she does not. Kamala does not. Yeah,
1: she could have, but she doesn't. And that's what I'm always saying is that she's like, it's like what she wants to be. She wants to be the female bomb, but she isn't. And I think it's more useful for them to have her as a VP because it's kind of Dick Cheney. Yeah, you're not the president, but you're running the show secretly. You know, behind the scenes. Second in line, so oh, she is basically going to be the president. But she's
0: oh, so you think sneaky she, about? It. So you think she'll, you think she'll pull, you think she'll pull a, you think she'll pull a Dick Cheney and be the <laughs> puppet master?
1: Absolutely, and I think that's where my prediction of her, you know, getting nomination, kind of wasn't. Uh, you know, people mocked me like, oh, you got it wrong. I was like, did I? Did I? <laughs> because look at where we are. It's like she kind of had the nomination, getting the VP slot because we knew the VP would be controlling Biden, and she got it. So she got the, the the next best seat in the House, maybe the better seat because you have less attention on you when you're the VP. So there's that. And and did did anybody see that she uh pretty much ripped off that freedom story that she had where she said, Oh, I was a little girl in the it during the civil rights movement, and a cop asked me what I wanted. And I yeah, said, yeah. And that was ripped off from a Playboy interview with Martin Luther King. Yeah. She literally plagiarized the greatest civil rights like leader in the country, Martin Luther King, that everybody like makes statues for
2: and bows down to. But nobody cares. Nobody nope. cares. Yeah. Yeah, it's very bad, and you know the Georgia results.
4: Well, much...
0: I mean, let's not only that. But let's let's not forget that she called Joe Biden a rapist. Racist. Yeah, she did. Well, a racist and a, a rapist. Too, I'm or like a sexual predator at one point. I'm pretty sure, right? Mm-hmm. But then, but then, but then once you got the nominee, oh my god, oh my god, I've been friends with Joe for twenty five years. I worked with his son. Uh, mm. you know, I worked with his son to reform criminal, to reform criminal, criminal justice. Mean. Meanwhile, she has the highest black incarceration rate in San Francisco as the stupid attorney, which interestingly enough I did a stream on that very thing when she became like the nominee and the excerpt of that, like I I clipped that specifically
4: the stream Mm
0: -hmm. didn't get taken down, but the excerpt clip where I talked to her, where I talked a criminal justice record, did get taken down. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that many views, but, you know, which is the other
2: surprising thing, but still.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, one thing, too, talking about things getting taken down. There's a lot of people spreading that this more disinfo, like this way it kind of annoys me really badly about a lot of these events and these, you know, echo chambers online. Is the guy with the bullhorns that was uh, storming the Capitol a lot? People were saying he's Antifa. And Elijah Schaefer's debunking that he says people keep saying this guy's antifa BM, he is not. Stop spraying disinfo. I've spoken to him in depth on camera in Arizona. He's a huge supporter of QAnon and regularly walks around with a sign saying, quote, Q sent me. (laughs) How does this stuff keep spraying stick to the facts? Oh, God. these fucking cute, people. Imagine holding
2: a sign, Q sent me. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Dang, Q's like a f- they're fucking prophet. They're gods, some of these people. Yeah, he says, I'm not claiming
1: I know what side he's on. Just talk to him a lot about Q and those that know him personally tell me he's a great patriot. So I'm just think- saying the BOM tie doesn't make sense.
2: Mm, that makes sense. Fucking cue. Yeah, I, uh, Davy and Morgan, you you
0: missed my uh, epic rant at the beginning of uh, the show. I'm I'm a bit I'm a, I'm a bit more calm now that I've had a small beer, but man, I was. I was fired up at the beginning of, of the stream, so
1: Yeah, you were coming in hot.
0: Uh, also also sorry guys, I know that I know that you guys are never getting montages on YouTube because of that rant, but and, Yeah, it's okay.
1: You know, we're not for
2: the money. We're not for the fun. So. Well who who knows? You know, we might have a certain group project that,
0: uh, you know, oh. we might. I might invest some of that uh, Streamlabs money into at some point. So. Oh,
1: really? You got money from Streamlabs? Oh, from the super chats? Yeah. Oh, nice.
0: No, I, 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 I wish Stream, I, I wish Streamlabs was was a sponsor. So, uh. <laughs> That would be would be awesome, but I
2: doubt they would like the content of my uh stream slash podcast so yeah apparently there was a rumor I know this is a little off topic, but apparently
1: there was a rumor going around, and I saw it too today that um wait is this um i don't know something different but i was hearing like that cyberpunk 2077 has like lost 80 percent of its gamers which i don't know how really true that actually is but it makes some sense because you know once you beat the story a lot people like stop playing for a bit or change it up to something else so
3: yeah i mean i already beat the game so what's the point yeah
2: Oh, apparently that story that I was posting was like, all these devs supposedly talking
1: about the state of the studio and everything and they were talking about Keanu. Remember that thing I was rattling off? Like, CD Projekt Red even sent out a tweet saying, normally we don't comment on rumors, but this time we want to make an exception as this story is simply not true.
3: Of course they're gonna say that, though.
2: Hmm. So, uh.
0: Never, never mind, Alex. I was gonna ask you a question, but might not be good on a live stream. I'll, I'll ask it off offline, in case anyone wants to play Cyberpunk without spoilers.
1: Yeah, no spoilers, bruh. Yeah, I saw him play mine yet. I don't. But wait, I, that's
0: I GPU. I personally don't care about spoilers. I don't even have like an. I don't have even. I don't even have a PS4. But here
1: you. How would you have felt if somebody spoiled you that uh, Mandalorian Season 2 finale? I would have been pissed, probably. Exactly, man. That's how I feel about spoilers now. I used to, like, I don't know. I I mean, I'd never like spoiling, but, like, with social media and all these shows getting, like, yeah, there's big surprises or big twists, especially Game of Thrones or something like that. Dude, if I was spoiled on certain things, I would just be enraged. Did you? I remember?
0: Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, Alex actually spoiled the Last Jedi's ending for me, and initially I was like, "Oh man, why did you have to spoil that?" But like once I saw the movie, I was like, "Nah, it wasn't worth it." <laughs> did <laughs> you, know, it you? Um, doesn't matter. It was shit.
0: So you saw the ending of of the Mandalorian, right? Oh yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. Did you see? I am glad
1: I knew nothing about that.
0: Did you see that Pablo Hidalgo? uh, Yeah,
1: dude, he was being an asshole to fans.
0: Well, he made he made fun of Star Wars Theory, which, for those of you don't know, for those of you who aren't nerds like us, Star Wars Theory is probably the biggest independent like Star Wars channel on YouTube. And he,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and he got emotional, like he was, he was, he was crying on his live stream when Luke Skywalker uh, came back. And for those who, you know, I, I just found this out, but Star Wars Theory had cancer when he was a kid and Luke Skywalker was like one of his, you know, like as a kid, as a kid, you know, dealing with cancer, like Luke Skywalker was one of his years that kind of helped him get through that so you know he's been very emotionally tied to the character so seeing Luke return on the Mandalorian uh, you know was emotional for him and Pablo H- Hidalgo just kind of shit on him and uh, you know like people were people were getting outraged like you know it it's it's kind of it's kind of funny out how he shot himself in the foot over it. so uh see.
1: well I've heard that that's not the first time that Pablo has done that a few times and other people Lucasfilm have done that a few, few times and it's just dude don't shut your fans. I mean that's just so stupid I mean I, I can't believe this even has to be like told to them like hey don't make fun of the people that are literally crying over your content how much they love it well and I understand not everybody's going to get that emotional over something, maybe think it's like whatever, but dude, your fans are emotionally connected to your work. I mean, you should love that. And shows don't give a shit.
0: Not only that, but don't don't shit on the biggest YouTube channel that is like literally helping people stay involved in your your franchise. You know, don't Yeah. Don't Uh Don't don't shit on a, a on a big channel that is little helping promote your stuff. So, honestly, th- honestly, that's how that's how stupid some of these companies are. Though they they bite, you know they they hurt people who are, who are literally trying to help them. So
1: yeah,
0: it's like, what are you doing? I mean, if
1: I was like Lucasfilm, I probably would have fired that guy if I saw that
0: people people are calling for his. Uh, People are calling for him to be fired, and look, uh, people are like, "Oh, well, that's cancel culture." No, it, no, it's not. It's no, it's people. It's uh, you know, people getting tired of boys, and you know what? Like you said, Pablo Hidalgo has done this before. So, um, yeah, Jolly, think fast in chat. What? What's your what's your take on I I know that you're the I know that you're the big probably the biggest Star Wars fan besides me in chat, so uh let's see. Nice.
2: Uh, yeah, I love Star Wars.
1: I mean especially the man the Mandalorian. I think if Disney had started with that, I would have loved, you know, the future. But dude, they they made me hate something I love because of the sequels.
0: Mm-hmm. Well I think that I I think that's the case you know for the entire thing um yeah uh Three Olives in chat says what a shitty day uh well Three Olives
2: that's why I am that's why I'm drinking so uh, what, what, Jolly, asked what was the question
0: again? Uh, well, I'm flirting with Morgan. I, I, haven't, I haven't forgotten you, Morgan. I can never frig forget, forget you. Uh, I, Jolly, I was just asking since you're a Star Wars fan, what do you think of the whole thing with Pablo Hidalgo, uh, shitting on fans basically again? But yeah, he's uh, such a dick, Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah.
1: I remember I found out about him from that Star Wars show they were doing on YouTube and they would like talk to him about stuff. That's when I first heard about him, but I knew nothing about him until these interactions with fans and people have the tweet screenshot, even though he privated his account and and it makes it worse because he put that tweet as his banner on his Twitter of him. Yes.
0: Fans. Um, now, my favorite person in the star in the in the Star Wars universe right now,
1: Favreau Felony.
0: Well, okay, I love Favreau and, and Felony, but I ha- but uh, aside from that, I have to admit I am a simp for uh, Gina. Oh, Gina. Yeah, you, yes. I will. I will admit to being a to being a simp for uh, Gina Carano. So
4: <laughs>
0: feel free to uh, feel free to make funny or what, if, but do yourself a favor and please Google her before you uh, do so. So.
1: Oh, Mandalorian season three got delayed, and he's gonna be writing the Ahsoka series. <laughs> Felloni. That yeah. the other thing I'm a little worried about is. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil the ending to the Mandalorian mm-hmm. for anyone, but the way they end it, I'm kind of worried where, what are they going to do now? Because in many ways, the series could have literally like ended at this season. But there's a lot of shit that they set up that you know they're going to
2: score in a future season. A hit. Well, uh, yeah. Well, and the other thing I'm worried about, too, is I don't –
1: I hope Filoni doesn't get tied into a bunch of other projects that hurt, you know, it's more quantity and less quality because he's going to be a writer on the Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic. Like, Disney's just pumping all these fucking shows out. I'm like, okay, we're having – oversaturation again this is, we've been here before this is the problem we had before too many movies now we're going to have too many shows
0: well that's 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 what they did with that's what they did with Marvel right yeah and i i did say this to my mom the other day because she i mean she's been a big Star Wars fan since i mean she was in college when you know when Star Wars came out in seventy seven, and mm-hmm. sh- and you know I grew up I grew up with the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I'll say what you will about them, but like going to see them like every two to three years was a big deal. You know, like in theaters, like it was a ho-
1: Oh yeah, it
0: was a holiday. Even even the sequel tril- trilogy was was a big deal. But now because they're making series and you know they're they're like you know they're coming out with new stuff like every year like. I don't know. It's it's kind of lost its you know, like special. Like like going to going to see Star Wars used to be a big event, and it's not anymore. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. It's because like anything, the more of it there is, the less value there is, and that's where you hurt yourself. Is if you're pumping out so much that you oversaturate it's less valuable because it's like, oh, just another Star Wars movie. when before it was like, no, this is a new Star Wars movie. We haven't had one in years. Yeah. And yet a way a decade between trilogies. I mean, it's it just simply isn't gonna it's not gonna be the same. You don't have the same level of quality when you do that.
0: In a way, that's that's why I'm happy to be a Ja that is why I'm still happy to be a James Bond fan, because they're not cranking out James Bond fan, films every year.
3: That guy on the fucking YouTube on that on that stream, and he's like doing all these fucking hand motions and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's waving his uh his great. hands around trying to do some Jedi mind tricks.
3: Yeah. What the fuck's going on there? And it's like little doctor fucking mask. Like, oh, I'm so I'm so cool. I'm wearing a fucking mask when I'm speaking. Oh,
1: I'm so so um. I'm so good, I'm so righteous i can f- i'm gonna go back to that for a second and see what he was saying
0: it it's it's fun it's funny watching this because on my stream i have it on mute, so to me it just looks like it just looks like a guy you know doing hand gestures so He always yeah like,
1: I have the video on mute because yeah, uh, it's just boring crap, but
2: I'm gonna go back to it. Oh, he's from PA. Oh, boy. Ew. Oh, wait. I think he was calling out voter fraud. Oh, god. I think he was based. was he waving the hands? Because, yeah, he was really waving them. Let's see.
3: Oh my God!
2: Do they follow Robert's
1: rules?
3: Of course they probably do. Look at fucking Pencils (laughs) again.
4: He was laughing there. The fucking
0: burglar over there helping the (laughs) CIA. Okay, so this so this is interesting. So, YouTube, or no, not YouTube, <sighs> Twitter uh, suspended Trump posting a video about Facebook has not suspended Trump's page yet. He
1: says... No, they did a 24-hour suspension, I thought.
2: Well, uh, let me... Let me post this in Discord then. They might have given him. They might have, like, given him a 24 hour suspension, but. Um. This is still showing up for me. I put in Chad's chat.
1: Well, no, his account is still going to be there, but when they sus- they suspend him from posting, it's like like they kind of put you in timeout, but your account's still there sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with his Twitter. Like His Twitter's still there. Like I can access all his tweets, but he can't tweet. It's a weird sort of like you know uh sus- like half of a suspension almost you're suspended from posting, but you're not your account isn't
2: suspended yeah, no yeah, I know uh how hell, hell of a day mm-hmm. oh, what
1: do you think, speaking of stars what do you think of the book of Boba fett?
0: Um, I'm more curious than anything. I, what I want them to do is, I, I,
2: I like the idea of Boba Fett as a villain. Um, because he is. Is but, he?
0: well, what I don't want to have happen is for them to do... Star Wars meets John Wick, which is what I feel like they're going to do. That'd
2: be badass.
0: I mean, it would be, but as a John John Wick
2: fan, do we need...
3: What is this book of Boba Fett? What's going on with
2: that? Mm.
1: So when you see the second season, this will make sense, but they're doing a Boba Fett TV show now.
0: Yeah, they're doing... what? Yeah.
1: On some, first of all, I think the title sounds really like stupid. The Book of Boba Fett, like maybe there. I bet when you watch the show, you be like, "Oh, that's why it's called that." But the, well, the title sounds very unintimidating.
0: Well, they're also ripping off like uh, they're also ripping off the title of like one of the one of like the Punisher Marvel comics from the '80s, which I think is like the Book of. It's like the Book of Frank Castle or. Like Frank Castle's Books of Blood or something like that or Oh really. Something yeah, something like that. So
1: basically though, but it's a Boba Fett show and they're bring I I do love that they've brought back the guy that played Django Fett that then void they like in the special editions they replaced the original Boba Fett voice with uh the guy that played Django's to keep it consistent. So he is going to be Boba. And I mean, I feel like Boba, I mean, it it sounds cool. I am intrigued, but you gotta be careful with Boba Fett because if you do too much of him, it kind of ruins it because he's kind of always that character that you only see a little bit of. And that's what keeps it cool is that he's got that mystique. You don't really know a lot about him. And same with Django. Like you don't really see much of Django. It's like, Oh, they're, they picked up this dude that's like a Mandalorian, maybe, and they've cloned him, and you don't really know a lot about him, just like Boba. The Olive so.
0: the, the says probably won't be that good. He's like, he's like an anti-hero now, which, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's my one problem, because, I mean, mm. to me... To me, when the Mandalorian first started, like, in the first season, I kind of, I kind of saw Mando as an anti-hero. So...
1: Kind of is, because he's, like, a bounty hunter, but he decides to make, you know, a, a personal decision for the right, for good reasons. Yeah. So, But at the same time, and, and Boba so, Fett, I mean, Boba Fett, to me, isn't a good or a bad guy. He's just a bounty hunter. He's kind of in that gray field.
0: So why have another one, right?
1: Yeah, that's where I don't quite understand. Yeah. I mean, I know what they're doing is because fans love Boba Fett, but... Uh, well, yeah, I don't that. know what they're going to do with him. Yeah. Because you can't really make Boba Fett good, but you can't make him, like, evil either. I mean... I don't know. It's i it, I feel like it's probably not a good idea to make like a sh- like a show about him. Unless it's like a limited series.
0: Which who knows? It might be.
1: Yeah, and that's what I hope they do if all these shows they've announced. Because they announced like six shows. I hope they're just one or two season shows.
0: I know we're gonna get like Dave's talking about with Mando we're at least going to get uh, up to season 5 if everything go now the other thing that people have to consider is with COVID you know being a thing now what's going to happen right?
1: Well it's already delayed because of COVID and because Filoni's helping out with some of these other shows but I hope it gets delayed I don't want Rush rushed in for them to fuck it up
4: I mean, Apparently, the
1: Book of Boba Fett is what Disney has won since buying Lucasfilm. According to do
2: it? Well, I, well I mean. W- do it then? Yeah, I don't know. And. He's going to. Yeah, what's. The, what? the, the Olive says, and he's going
0: to rule over the crime syndicate. That's how it will work. A, a nice crime boss. Yeah, see I wouldn't mind if they if they did that. Like if if they made Boba Fett kind of like the Tony Soprano of the Star Wars universe, I could you know, except for not fat fat, but if but if they if they <laughs> if they made Dude, Bob- he was
1: Boba Fett in this fucking season.
0: <laughs> oh my god he was Tony Soprano he wants to tell <laughs> me Sopranos star of Star Wars, so which which by the way, uh, Jeff, I, I I fucking love of course who doesn't love the Sopranos, but but Jeff started uh, watching the Sopranos, so you know. I heard a
1: little bit of that before yeah. I had to turn off the stream.
3: Uh,
1: Sorry, you the stream already? No, no, no. I'm talking about their stream on Twitch. Yeah.
0: The one, the one I did
2: last week. So, uh. yeah, I, I, I do agree. I hope they don't
1: turn Boba Fett into a good guy. But like, if you're gonna make a show about, him, like, you're inevitably gonna have to make him a goodish guy, or else nobody's gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, I may well at least develop his character. You know, like. In the original trilogy, let's face it, he just kind of stood around and looked cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think, again,
2: it's, it's one of those characters you gotta be delicate with. It's like, I'd like to explore it, but not too much. Mm-hmm.
1: I a say think Django fat one might have been. I know some of the fans would have wanted, but that might have been actually a better route, to be honest.
0: I'm sure they'll get there eventually the the now the the big news is uh star wars the high republic- public right like
1: oh the comic series yeah,
0: well, no, they're making a show too, oh are they yeah, I but like it shit. it's it's being criticized and rightly so as like being is it as being, like, highly SJW. Uh,
1: oh, no. Yeah, I don't know if they're making a show, because I just still see the comic series.
0: Okay, well, may- Well, hopefully that's all it is.
1: Yeah. But. Uh, Isn't it kind of in the Old Republic era?
0: Supposedly it's, like, before... Supposedly it's supposed to be like before the the old, or like, yeah, supposedly from what I understand it's supposed to be like before the new, the old Republic era, so kind of like the first era of Mm -hmm. Star Wars.
1: It says it's set 200 years before the events of the Skywalker saga, and 800 years after the fall of the old Republic. So I guess it's between the Old Republic and the Age of the Republic, the Skywalker, you know, timeline.
0: Yeah. Now, okay. Now we've talked about this b- before, but what I want is I want them to do the Old Republic era. I want them to do Revan, yes. and yes. I want them to do Revan as a man, damn it, and... What the? What do the fans want? We want Keanu Reeves as Revan. Damn it! That see, that
1: would be cool, but I feel like you would just see Keanu in it. Like that's the problem: is you just see Keanu, you don't see the character. You know what I mean? I love Keanu, but well, I know Star Wars. Yeah, either intentionally or unintentionally, does this thing where they pick unknowns. And even when they pick known people, but they slip them in in a way that they really fully are their character. They're not Liam Neeson. They're not Ian McGregor. They are that character.
0: Well, although to be like, although to be honest, like before John, before Keanu kind of came back, right? As John Wick, before he made his big comeback, I always saw Keanu as Revan, like, you know, playing the coder games and then reading like the older puppet comics as a kid. So it's not that far fetched. Now you mentioned that, you know, like well-known actors like Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor was an unknown actor before, you know, the family Venice. So, um, I mean, look, if they have an unknown actor who can play Revan, Go for it. Yeah.
1: I think I know what you're thinking of, though. So, Star Wars of the High Republic is the comic, but the TV version that they're making of, like, the last few days of that era is called Star Wars the A- Cop- Aco- Aco- Acolyte. Yeah, it's Acolyte's how it's spelled. The Acolyte. So, that's basically going to be the High Republic TV show. So I think the Ahsoka one should be really interesting. Cause It's probably gonna deal with that thrawn stuff, which I haven't I never finished Rebels, so I don't know the full lore on that. I'm in
0: I'm in the middle of season three.
1: Dude, what did you think of Rebels?
0: I mean, I'm not done with it, so like so far it's good. I'm in the midst of season three. Um my problem with him introducing Thrawn is purely Nostalgia in the sense that I grew up with uh, Thrawn from the Thrawn trilogy of the 90s. So to me, mm-hmm. that's how I will always see... That's how I'll always see Thrawn. So, it's...
1: I never liked Rebels, honestly. It just... I thought the animation was really bad. And it just... Compared to the Clone Wars, it was just... Not on the same level.
0: I I agree. The one thing I like about... I'm still in the midst of the Clone Wars, too. The one thing I like about Rebels is that it's a lot shorter, too. Mm.
1: See, that's what I love about... I mean, where are you on the Clone Wars?
0: I, like, I'm somewhere in the midst of season... Okay, so basically i started the series on when it was still on netflix and then Mm, yeah and then when they pulled the plug on and then like when you know when when disney plus took over i forgot where i i forgot where i left off so i think i'm in the midst of season three
1: Okay, so yeah, you're in the part where the first two seasons are good, but the show finds its form in season three when they start doing these like three to four episode arcs. That's when it's like really, really gets really good. And by the later seasons, it's
0: awesome. The first two seasons of the Clone Wars, my biggest problem with it is, and again, yes, I know it's a kid's show you know, as a whole, but the first two seasons are purely a kid's show, right?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it as an adult, but I mean, I I started watching that show from the first episode and watched every episode when it aired, and I I bet the first two had that more, you know, kiddie vibe, but... When you get like they, they had some more adult episodes, like the rookies episode for all those clones that were on that base, and they start getting ambushed and attacked. But when you get into the later seasons, it gets a lot darker. Like seasons four and five, five, yeah, was probably the best season. That shit was so good, and it it really takes form there. But you appreciate the length of the show then because it's like. I think even then it was something like twenty episodes, and then they went to the thirteen episodes. I still need to watch the last season, but that's when it you like the length makes perfect sense and it works really well. If you get these like three to four episode stories that have they they take their time; they're not rushed, and you really get into the universe. Yeah, fifth season was twenty episodes.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: and they were like twenty, twenty two, and and the length really worked well.
0: Jolly, I I'm Jolly. I'm currently playing Coter two right now. Um, oh, nice. Not sure. Not sure why you would have a boner for Kreia, considering <laughs> that she's like you know a hundred years older. Well, I I do know why because she's Grandma. because Wait, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> because well no it's not it's Shit. not that it's. It, it's because she she's evil and Jolly is also evil. You know, I uh, thought
3: with Trey, yeah, I thought that her alignment—I thought she was one whose alignment depended on your character's alignment. It'd be the opposite of whatever your character was.
0: Well, the whole thing with Treya is—and spoiler alert—for a fifteen for like a seventeen-year-old game at this point, but I don't
3: she, think she wants to do that
1: yet. She have yeah, like, not played that yet, no spoilers. Uh,
0: well. <laughs> I
3: thought there was one character whose alignment would be the opposite of whatever your alignment was. Yeah. I she was the one.
0: Yeah, she, she, well, she's, she's one of those characters. She's kind of one of those characters that, like, um, she's one of those characters that, uh, kind of is like neither light nor dark, so. Um, mm, interesting
1: I, I am going to play those games eventually once I get my new PC because they look awesome I'm playing some
3: you play that on your old PC Sean I'm fairly
0: Hey. Fairly
1: high. hey yeah but I'm playing Deus Ex hey, right now
0: hey Sean I, I mean hey hey, Morgan I, I don't I don't judge so um...
1: <laughs> yeah Revan's in the SWOTOR games so I've been that's my interaction with Revan, but uh I do need to play the COTOR ones. I've I've been playing Deus Ex. For anybody that hasn't played that's from the nineties and it's it's like a fucking if Alex Jones made a video game that was based off the Matrix, this would be it. It's got some pretty red big red pills coming in hot right out the gate. And I'm in like I'm like about thirty percent through the game, I think roughly. So I still got a bit to go, but I hope to be done with that game before I get my new PC all set up. But have you did you ever play Battlefront 2, Sam?
0: Uh which one? The, the new the new one that has shitty loot boxes or the good one from two thousand and six?
1: that answers my question. Well, the new one, they actually finally got rid of those loot boxes and added a lot of content. I've heard, and I actually bought it because of this, that's actually pretty much what Battlefront 3 should have been. It's literally what we've wanted at this uh, two years later after, you know when they ended their development on this game uh, and live updates. So I, tr- I tried checking it out again, but... I've been playing the original Battlefront two quite often, like every night or so. I mean, God, that game is still great.
0: When I was in when I was in middle school, um, my my friends and I would literally spend would would like my boy like every once in a while my boy scout uh P- patrol and I we would get together you know at someone's house or like oh, really? you know hanging out on Friday and, and we would. We would like all, we would, we would like sleep over and, uh, Lord, like, that... <laughs> like, <a> certain... like, <laughs> don't do that to that. <laughs>
1: we would, we would stay up well, to like, now they
3: have girls in the books. we, we would, we would, uh, we would stay up to like
0: two or three a.m. in the morning, just playing like Star Wars Battlefront. It was cool. Dude,
1: that's awesome. I um, yeah, people. Well, people were out there playing sports. I was at home playing Battlefront two back in the day. That game was the shit. Yeah, I loved it. It's still the shit. But back then, like it was just oh man. I yeah. mean, it was just so much fun, and you could do so much. The new ones you couldn't do like a quarter of what you could do in that game. And they finally, after multiple updates. I think literally it was like two years of updates. The so new Battlefront 2 has pretty much all the heroes that you had in the old games and more. And finally has like the equivalent number of maps, I think, because they had like Clone Wars era, they added the sequels, they had Rogue One, they had a bunch of shit finally to that game that really felt like a full game at that point, like what it was meant to be. And they got rid of loot boxes. They fixed a lot of the problems. And I mean, from what I understand, like it's actually probably one of the most surprisingly good redemption arcs for a game ever.
0: There, so there was this really fun game that was like a that was a PSP exclusive back in the day called uh, Battlefront Renegade Squadron. That one
1: I remember that. Yeah, that I was, never played it, but I've heard of it.
0: That was that was fun. It it ne- it never got like the critical success that it should have, but it was
2: it was fun. So oh, let's see. Uh, Olive says I
0: used to play Counter Strike religiously growing up. W- was uh even in some leagues. I don't. I remember Counter Strike being a thing when I was a kid, but I don't remember playing it ever. Well,
1: wasn't that what CS:GO is now?
3: Well, it, it's alert well, What do you think the CS stands for? Yeah,
1: I yeah. know, but wasn't it, well, wasn't Counter Strike something else well, like before Counter-Strike, CS:GO?
3: They had Counter Strike Source, and that was probably the one they're talking about. There was one before that which was even older, but I I think most people remember the Source one.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like there were, I know there were different games before, but isn't it like basically the same game as it is now?
3: Uh, for the most part. I mean, it's, yeah, the same format. It's just the graphics have changed now. They had weapon skins.
1: Right, yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know a lot about, but uh, that's kind of what I've heard.
3: It's one of the more interesting ones too, because I think that game was a mod of uh, either Quake or uh, what's the one with the, Morgan Fre- the Freeman guy? Uh, Half Life. I think it was one of the mods of those games. And then, you know, it became like probably one of the first big esports games out there. It was very, very skill intense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my, remember my roommate from freshman year, I think he played CSGO.
3: And they had that whole, like, a scandal with the skin lottery.
1: What was that? I don't remember that.
3: Yeah, so that was with CSGO. Like, you used to be able to go and trade, like, skins and people were, you know, selling them and then, like, using them to, like, bet on, like, let's say, like, internet gamble. Oh, like, shit. That was actually pretty, like, pretty bad. Like, kind of funny, but, like... And then my one friend he um he got that skin fever at once at one point in time and bought a bunch of skins. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Like it was actually pretty ingenious because, like Steam Steam knew what was going on. But they didn't care because I think when they sold them on the marketplace they got like a percentage of the um you know, the sales price. They took like a little tax on it.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: you know, and ever since then, I don't think Counter Strike has been quite as popular.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like,
1: oh, and Jolly Roger, yeah. Battlefront 2 on PS2 was the tits. That's how I played it. And I now play it yeah. on PC. But,
3: PS2 originally, I mean... Xbox One was the best.
1: Well, you had Xbox Live. <laughs>
3: yeah, I. Yeah, the Xbox Five and they actually had the DLC you could get from there.
1: Yeah, what was in that DLC? I never had a fucking DLC.
3: They had like the Whip Lady.
2: The Whip Lady. They had,
3: like Kid Fisto. Yo. And like he actually I forget what his power was, but he had something cool. Like I don't know, do they ever add Kid Fisto in your version? But I, mean,
1: Bruh, I never had Kit. He's not even on the fucking PC version. The DLC that originally came out exclusively for the original Xbox version of the game was released for Xbox One version on June of 2019. Yeah, it was an Xbox exclusive, dude.
3: I guess it still is. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane.
1: There's probably a mod, um, a modder out there that has it for the um, PC Steam version.
3: Yeah, no, like, that was that was a shit, like, online, like, that was, that was why I think, like, you know, like, the Xbox, it didn't have the exclusives of the PlayStation, and, like, you know, like, the PlayStation, I think, won the first console war, but the mm. Xbox, the close contender, GameCube kind of sucked, but they had a couple good things going for it. You know, but, like, out of all the systems, like, all of them could... You know, they did have an online service. Like, GameCube had one. PlayStation 2 did. And there was, like, only a handful of games that used it. But it did, like, so common Final Fantasy, like, 11. But the Xbox was only, like, really built into, like, you know, it was, like, part of it from the get-go. Like, that was a big selling point. And, and Halo. Like, that was a big Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, Halo was the, the killer game for the Xbox.
3: But I know they, they had at least one... At like like, uh, you know, you can play online on the GameCube. But it was just, like, I think maybe like one or two games.
1: Well, it says here uh, Lucasfreak released the first two downloadable content packages for the <laughs> Xbox version of Battlefront 2. The free content added the Hero Assault mode to Kashyyyk. That's pretty cool. I don't know why that didn't come with it. Another Xbox Live download was made available on. Uh, 2006, which had two new heroes, Kit Fist and Saj Ventress. That's interesting that they had Ventress in there even before the Clone Wars TV show.
3: Yeah, as the you yeah, do you remember the original Clone Wars TV show? I do. I do. In
1: that. Uh, yeah, I. I yeah. Gandi Terra Tar- yeah, was created by uh, uh, Gandhi Gandi who Did Samurai Jack?
0: Which, which honestly, to me, that's why I didn't. That's why it took me so long to watch the. To watch like the new Clone Wars Because mm. For for a long time I was like What the fuck Anakin never had an apprentice This is this shit isn't the Clone Wars This is the Clone The Clone Wars And then you know I finally relented once You know I knew it was going to Stay Yeah uh, I, I, No they're I, both awesome I love yeah. them both
1: but yeah, they added her and Kit Fist like said to the game as well. And see, this is what is really cool. I wish my version had this. It has four maps from the original Battlefront: Yavin Four, Arena, Bespin, Cloud City, Uh, Renvar Harbor, and Renvar Citadel. I forget though what those last two were, but I do remember the names. That was what I never liked about Battlefront Two is it miss it didn't have Bespin, which was one of my favorites on the the Cloud City map on uh, the original first Battlefront.
3: Mm -hmm. Like, they had it, it's just not for your version.
1: Yeah. It says, in addition, Hero Assault modes were added to Coruscant, Megiddo, and Naboo. Uh, The downloadable content is no longer available as the original Xbox Live search was shut down in 2010, but it made available for Xbox One. Yeah, I wish... I wish they had that to the fucking Steam, but I bet there's a mod I can find for that shit.
0: I uh yeah. I'm waiting uh one game I love to play and it's single player only, but it's still fun uh to play is the are the Max Payne games. Um, I never
1: played those, but I've heard of them.
0: Um you can play the first one for real for like real I I think you can play Max Payne 2 uh as well since you have a PC. Mhm. But yeah, they're real fun. It's if if you like film noir and that type of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, then then you you've got to play them. You'll you'll love them. It's it's basically like a, a detective and you just go around like killing Guys, I mean the, the the control is is like you know it's it's real basic in terms of like controls, but the story is, is like really cinematic. You'll love it. So.
1: Oh yeah, so. it's created by Rockstar. Yeah, I'm yeah.
0: definitely
2: interested. Mm, intrigued, I am. Did you ever play Halo? Uh,
0: I mean, I I never owned an Xbox, but I knew someone who. Had one and I I would always so yes I did.
1: So. Mm, you just didn't they You just played on the friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Honestly, I man, I I missed out on Halo because it looked like a lot of fucking fun, but I never had an Xbox. But I'm excited for the new Halo because it could be it has a good potential to be good chance to be good.
3: I don't know, man. I, I have a bad feeling about the new Halo. They Bungie, or what was it, 343, 343 has not met up to, like, Bungie's shit with
1: Halo. Oh, I know. That's why I've heard people say, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to fuck it up on launch, and it's it's going to be, like, kind of, I don't want to say it's going to be like Battlefront 2, the new one where it eventually gets good, like, two years later, but I think they're going to fuck it up on launch, and then after, like, a few months to a year... People are like, oh, it's good now. I think that's what's gonna happen.
0: Well, this brings up my major problem with games, just in general. One, I, I know I've ranted about this before, but like back in the day, growing up, back in my day, because I'm an old cotter, when you when you when you got a game, it was a finished product, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it's
1: uh, still broken and glitchy. Uh,
3: now, see, if bef- you look at the old Super Nintendo games, like you, like I was playing an emulator with my brother a while ago, half of those are complete shit. There's some good ones and that's the only ones people remember, but for every good fucking Super Nintendo game there was probably five, like, garbage, like, broken fucking games.
0: Yeah, that that's true, but the point being is, like, okay, so take the original Battlefield games that we love. Those were complete games. Like, LucasArts took the time to make sure that those games were fucking good. Now, with games, and with them being able to do updates, I mean, I, I I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but it, it kind of feels like the gaming industry ha- has taken the, eh, we can half-ass this shit because we c- we can always go back and fix it later with updates. You know, like
1: like that's definitely what they do now. But like when I was playing Battlefront two. II- the original there's still major glitches in that like when you die on mustafar and several other planets you'll fall through the fucking map
3: oh yeah Um, oh yeah it's there's nothing
1: game breaking though it's
3: look at the camera controls for like any game made pre like you know ps2 era yeah, like, I mean, I guess, like, like, really, like, Xbox 360 Six, you, you know, back when, look at like Spyro, like all of them, all these adventure games had like the shittiest camera controls. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm,
0: I'm not, I'm not saying the games were were perfect back then either. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but to me, it seems like they deliberately half-ass shit now because they, they can go, you know, like, like shit that they. Sh- you know, that that they should be uh, able to, you know, take care of early on. They don't. Uh yeah. Morgan says it perfectly. Now they want they you had, to now they want you to pre order unfinished yeah, shit. So they
3: they had no choice back then, like that's the thing, you know. that me. that was a good thing in some aspects, but you there's been a bunch of games too that like you know, especially like Super Nintendo, those ones, like, before they had save functionality, it was a lot more common to see it, like, with the, I think there was one, it was some like game, it wasn't like, it was like this sort of like futuristic, like, game show thing where you, like, you kill people in the game show and the final boss was, like, bugged or whatever, and you couldn't beat it, you couldn't beat the game. Like, and there was a bunch of stuff like that.
2: Pre-ordered, uh, Olive says pre-ordered, yeah. ruined gaming.
3: Oh, pre-orders, mm-hmm. I hated pre-order bonuses, like, back when those were, like, a lot more prevalent.
1: Yeah. I think the <laughs> internet ruined gaming. Yeah. yeah
3: and, it ruined in some ways, but it kind of enabled, like, whole genres of games. That oh, yeah. Previously, like, it's a double-edged sword.
1: Completely, like a, I mean, multiplayer wouldn't fucking exist without the internet. No, you know, as as we know it,
3: it'd be split screen like LAN. But you know, yeah, I, that's
1: gay.
0: Well,
3: <laughs> I mean,
1: it's fun. Like co op was really fun, like for Bowfront. But you know,
0: it's you want to get online. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole that could be a whole nother stream for you know, but like. People say the same thing about music, like the internet ruined music. That's what some people say. Now, to me, like, and mm, I know, I double-edged know, sword. To, yeah, to me, it's a double-edged sword. Like, I know you don't like music streaming, but like, for me in high school, like, personally, I wouldn't have discovered Fleetwood Mac if it weren't oh, for man. if it if it weren't. Now, I mean, my parent, my parent. My parents knew who Fleetwood Mac was, but, like, you know, I discovered them on my own through that. I, discover, I discovered King Crimson on my own through the internet because of, yeah. you know... So no, i
1: kind of the same way, where it's like... I, I, I think the internet was mostly a gain for music because you could discover way more, but exactly. the downside was that the albums kind of... I mean, yeah, albums still exist, but albums as an experience don't really exist as much anymore, and people just fucking buy singles, and that's it. Well, although... It happened before, so...
0: Although, like... Although, personally, like, if you're one of my friends, I'll make you... I'm the one who makes you buy the whole album, or add it to your streaming service, or whatever, and listen, yeah, and listen to the whole thing, and then... And then I always get the inevitable "Oh my God, Sam, you were right to listen to this whole thing,
4: yeah,
1: so. well, it's a shame too, because I think a lot of modern artists don't put a lot of effort into the full album, they just they do the hits, and then everything else is like filler
0: not but not commercial, but I've actually been contacted by a few right. by a few soundcloud uh bands. Here in Florida, are actually pretty good. I will say. Been... Oh
1: yeah, no, I mean the modern music I like is not commercial by any means, and they still do like full album experiences. But yeah, a lot of these, like when you look at like Adele's like f- famous album Twenty One, it, it it's you can see the hits and you can see the filler. Like it's pretty yeah. clear. I'm not saying the filler is bad compared to everything else, but you can tell. That it was like, you know, some of the filler might be some like hidden gems for some people, but it's mostly like just clear filler.
0: Yeah, I miss the uh I miss the nineteen eighties when it comes to music. So
1: Yeah, I personally think music was the best from about nineteen sixty two till nineteen ninety-two.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm being here.
1: generous when I say ninety two. Yeah, but, same
0: here. Yeah. That that's kind of, yeah. that's kinda of my range too. Um Yeah. Like late like late sixties to very early nineties has kind of been my range of music for most of twenty twenty. I've just, you know, kind of like in my daily listening.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: Bruh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this paper tomorrow, but the New York Times, their headline is, and I'll go back to gaming and music, but it says, Trump incites mob. That's yeah. their fucking headline.
0: Oh no, man, feel free to jump around, that's what this podcast has basically become.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's like, I'm kind of getting, I've I don't know how you guys feel, but for me politics kind of got boring around kind of when I got out of college, I'd say like 2018, 2019, it started to get really, like 2019 was boring and then 2020 was just a fucking year of depression and nothingness and kind of like lost interest. Like I started losing interest right after CPAC, right when COVID started and like, I don't know, I've kind of, my interest is coming back but I mean I, I'm
0: like I have you enough
1: before, Sam. I get more interested in talking about music and pol and uh culture, gaming, movies.
0: I have enough interest in it to cover it for the show, but honestly, the only what the only time I really the only time I really pay attention to politics now is when I'm doing show prep. And I mean I'm happy to say it, it took me it took me close to 15 years and five iterations of a podcast, but the Whitfield report in its current iteration is literally my baby. And what I mean by that is like, I can free flow from, uh, I can free flow from uh, politics to music, to movies, to talking to you guys whatever and Mm -hmm. do four hours because i'm i'm no longer i'm no longer intentionally trying to be like oh maybe i can hook into burning point and do a podcast for them maybe i Mm -hmm. can hook into breitbart and do a podcast for them maybe i can hook up with cringe the Daily Wire. and Oh, God. I mean, before Ben became cringe, that's where I thought it would end up, because... I
1: don't yeah, know. Yeah, dude, Ben has gone so downhill. Like, when we were... I mean, we joked about this for the past few days, because, I, I mean, I'd heard about... He had this, like, cringy reaction to the WAP thing, but I actually finally watched it the other day, and the line that fucking gets me is, who wants a white pussy? I'm
4: like,
2: <gasps> oh, oh my
1: god, Ben. The fuck is
2: wrong with you? Uh, 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 it breaks. It, it breaks. It, it break. You know,
0: parting, part I take that back. Parting does want to go Work for the a wire just so that I can pull on an Andrew and like post centerfold pictures on Be- on Ben's office wall
1: um, yeah, I heard he do that the fuck with him
0: oh and, and and from I've heard stories of and- uh, and of course yeah i do I do wax product because I admire him, but from what I've heard, he was just a funny guy and that's, yeah,
1: he was a troll,
0: and that's me. I'm not. I'm not out to really. For, I just want people to laugh. I, I'm. I'm a guy who. I'm a guy who's jocular, but if you piss me off, I get ricely indignant. So. Hmm.
3: Well, apparently they have the name of the uh, buffalo cap guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. They they found that out quite quickly. Dude, what's
1: with all this shit? First, Chevron of all companies is like condemning the violence and saying how oh, we need to come together and blah, blah, blah. Now fucking Chase, I their CEO, I strongly condemn the violence in our nation's capital. This is not who we are as a people or our country. We are better than this. Our elected officials have a responsibility to call for an end to the violence, accept the results, and as our democracy has for hundreds of years, support the peaceful transition of power. Now is the time to come together... Uh, to strengthen our ex- ex- exceptional union. What's the all, it's fucking world
2: corporations again. I'll tweet and shit about this. Like nobody fucking like just don't don't
1: you're you're here to you're to fucking sell shit and do whatever you do. Like Chevron here just sells gas, not give us like woke statements. But if Trump gets banned from everything, he's gonna be on parlor now. So I wonder how it's gonna shake things. up. Parler ain't gonna be ready for it. Things gonna crash.
3: Oh yeah, they—they they, don't know what they're doing, like financially, or how they're doing financially, or what they're doing with their shit.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, they're showing images of the like the ransacked Senate
2: offices. Like there's papers everywhere. Holy shit. Uh, yo, look at this guy. What is this? Is this real? What the fuck? Dude, look at this picture. I wonder if this guy's a Q dude.
1: Or he's a boogaloo boy. I'm gonna post this in chat.
3: Apparently the Buffalo guy, was a, he had a Q sign.
1: Oh no, he was a big Q dude. That was the one I was reading. Where the people were saying he was Antifa. And... Elijah Schaefer was like, no, you idiots. Like this guy was literally like talking about Q non stop. He said that Q sent him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he's a huge support of Q Non and regularly walks around with a sign saying, quote, Q sent me.
2: <laughs> dude, look at the picture of this dude that I just posted.
3: Yeah, I see him. Yeah, it looks like a LARPer.
1: Yeah, look at that—the fucking zip ties. Looks like fucking like um Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> His speculation sworeing that the zip ties were supposedly to possibly use to abduct members of Congress. <laughs>
4: Dude.
1: Apparently, a West Virginia delegate who was just sworn in was among the mob
2: storming the Capitol. Hey, Sam, we got your text. Yep, sending you my contact
0: card now.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, like I said,
2: got, gotta got send everybody this shit. Or else you won't be able to find people. Create new contact. Oh, you do the, um... You have a Memoji? Yeah, hold on. Why is it still saying maybe Sam? I thought I created a content. Um, sorry. Um, blah, blah. Send you my contact card. Share contact with Sam Whitefield. All right, I'm gonna scroll through Twitter a little bit more, and then we will
1: um, close the stream soon. What is this?
2: A proud boy just uploaded this to Parlor. He quit MAGA. I like, can't handle it. Dude, that's not a proud boy. Uh, Morgan, I will send
0: you the link to, I, I, I can't send you the link to the, the, uh, DZ Discord, but I can send you a link to my Discord. You've been, you've been gone a while, Morgan, so, long story short, I'm on my second Discord, uh, which is a story in and of itself. (laughs) Hmm.
2: I remember that saga.
0: Oh, yes. Actually, Morgan, you can probably find a couple live streams I've
2: done on it from 2020. But All right. If any of you guys uh, want to join... What the fuck? When Lynn Wood supposedly sat on parlor um
1: during the whole uh storming of the Capitol. He said they let him in, get the firing squad ready. Pence goes first. The fuck? So Lynn Wood guy's crazy.
0: So who's so who is this i I I'm confused as to who this Lynn Wood guy is, honestly. He was
1: the lawyer that was um the head of The lawsuit Nick Sandman was doing against all the media outlets.
0: Oh.
1: I don't know. Here's the thing. He was on TV. I don't know how much he actually did for that lawsuit. I've heard conflicting things. So I really don't know how much he was really doing with that. But, you know, take it for what you will. And he's just been going
2: bonkers recently. Like I bet he's a Q guy. Hmm. uh
0: Syria goes I regularly (laughs) I regularly jack off my DMs with uh Sam's old account well I mean whatever whatever does it for you (laughs) Cyril
2: black twitter
1: oh did you see this shit People were saying that the reason that the Republicans were able to storm the Capitol is because of white privilege. Yeah. because the cops Absolutely. let them go because they were white.
3: You know, there—that's funny because I think I posted it earlier. There was uh, Black Panthers so at the same thing in '67 with pretty much similar results. Yeah, you know, and they—they yep. they didn't get shot. Yeah. You
4: know, so
3: there was more. More white people got shot than uh, when the Black Panthers raided, so that goes out the fucking door.
2: Mm hmm. Oh, whoa. Breaking news Twitter just suspended Lynn Wood. Yep. Not surprised. I'm actually
1: surprised because usually they keep these like kooky people on to make the right look bad, you know. Yeah, Spencer's still on here.
0: Well, yeah, well that—that's th- what I'm saying. Winwood isn't kooky enough. So,
1: oh, damn! That's the, the standards must be high then.
2: <laughs> Oof. I mean, not kooky enough for Twitter. I mean. Hmm Yeah, his account's fucking suspended, interesting. All righty then. I guess that's a note to end it on. Yep, we uh we didn't go for four
0: hours like we've done before, but... Yeah, we went for like six.
2: Because <laughs> I kept the stream on, actually, the whole time.
0: Oh, really? I I I cut mine off at 155 uh, earlier. And it still isn't done processing. So. Damn, dude. This one's going to take light years to process. Yeah, well, unlike this one, I'm all. Unlike the last one I record, I'm recording this one to my hard drive.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm going to do. Because I, when I was uploading all of our shit to part. Um, oh, fuck, what's it called? Rumble. Uh, no, Anchor. Thing. Um, Anchor, yep, yeah, that's right. I was downloading the videos, extracting the audio, but I don't know why I didn't think to do this, but I wasn't backing up the videos, but what I'm going to do is back up all these streams because you know, lose our channel we lose all the streams, all the other videos, like the videos that we've made and the radio broadcasts, I already have that shit backed up, but
0: I don't have the streams backed up, so we
1: gotta do that
0: yeah uh, basic so I know you came into the stream light, but for those who are joining these, uh, I'm co-hosting with Sean and Alex who have their own channel, uh Real News on Versamedia, which is their channel. And uh we cross we cross streams
2: a lot, so to so to speak. though. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. That's who's on the horn. Yeah, yeah we enjoy it, so
1: Uh, We'll close it out for tonight, but I hope everybody's safe. I hope we all had fun uh, shooting the shit here, despite all the shenanigans. And um, why is it categorized as entertainment? This is not an entertainment show. This is a news and politics show. Um, But yeah, dude, wild fucking day. Wild day. One for the history books. I don't know. Remember, I... remember. The
0: 6th of January. I don't know. This stream has been pretty entertaining.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Uh, I'm gonna make that the fucking
1: 6th of January. Make that the fucking description on the video.
0: It, um, Discord. My Discord link is in the live chat. Uh. Of... You know, so before the stream ends,
2: if anyone wants to hop in, feel free to do so. Bruh.
1: Remember um, the bass chime in from the TPUSA meetings, uh, Alex? Yeah. That I was friends with. He's like, I just saw Trump supporters are running into the hill. You guys are really doing something, huh? By the way, hope those guys succeed with the firm support from trump oh my god yes this is what he was hoping for because he's like you know where he's from it's like this shit's like normal so he's like you guys should like you know uh you guys should like storm your government and take back the power i'm like yeah we kind of don't do that here fast forward to today <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yep yeah well, as I said on Facebook, uh, you know, and as I've said on other platforms today, I've been uh people have been giving me crap for uh being kind of skeptical of 2021 being a good year. And uh mm-hmm. all I have to say is I think today more or less validated I, you wrong. I think I think today more or less validated my skepticism so buckle up mofos it's gonna be a bumpy ride again yeah well we'll close the stream this is probably
1: just as long or longer it's probably not as long as our election day stream we're at seven almost eight hours so thank you people for tuning in or sticking around for as long as you did thank you for the two likes appreciate that and I hope we got some subs from this but I don't know if we did, but thank you, everyone, and stay safe out there. It's it's going to get easier.
0: Yep, and for those listening on the Whitfield Report uh, side of things, God bless, God save this great nation, God, freedom, democracy, in that order, and uh, I will see you guys technically today for the uh, Thursday show, and then again on Saturday. So thank you guys for watching and uh God bless. And uh please like, subscribe, all that, and leave the podcast a five-star rating. Good night and God bless.
2: Wash your hands and clean your penis. Mm-hmm. And welcome back, Morgan. Alright. Bruh, total watch time set.